When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Duck Insider. Duck Insider. Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He's got the first down and gone. It's over, baby. Duck fans start celebrating the 2019 Pac-12 Champion. The 2020 Rose. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Now, here's your host, Joey Mack. Thank you and welcome inside the Casanova Center studio. A ton going on in Oregon athletics this weekend, including a top 10 matchup this evening in Los Angeles. The Oregon women's basketball team is on the road. Terry Johns will have the pregame show for you starting at 7.30. It's a late one on Pac-12 Network. 8 o'clock tip-off between the Ducks in a top-10 matchup with UCLA. And Oregon men's basketball back in the driver's seat. The Ducks retook first place in the Pac-12 standings. They now control their own destiny the rest of the way in the Pac-12 schedule. Good for the Ducks with their epic comeback last night. They were down by double digits, and it is Oregon's fifth comeback win Win down by double digits. Really pretty impressive. Uh, the Ducks, a 68-60 winner over Colorado. Will Richardson tied his career high with 21 points. He also had a new career high with nine rebounds. Peyton Pritchard had a double-double to boot. But Will Richardson, man, what a performance for him. He is really coming into his own. And Peyton Pritchard, his fourth career double-double. And he was four assists shy of a triple-double. Was flirting with that triple-double. Dare I say Sabrina Inescu territory for Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, an impressive performance from the Ducks. And they gave up a 20-0 run and still won the game. I don't know how they do that, uh, but they did. And that was the grit that we saw from this team. More on that in a moment. Um, We'll take your Facebook comments and questions. Uh, We're going to talk about the entire schedule. Oregon baseball season starts tonight. 6.30, Ducks in Minnesota. Alex Stimson will have the pregame show starting at 6.15 this evening. You can tune in across the Oregon Sports Network. For those of you listening in Eugene this evening, it'll be on 13.20 a.m. and 98.1 f.m. when there's a women's basketball game on the same day around the same time. That's where Oregon baseball will go to. But in Pauley Pavilion this evening, it's number three Oregon against number seven UCLA. 8 o'clock is when things will tip off. Ducks, uh, if they win this game, it's safe to say that they're in full command of the Pac-12. So right after the men, 
retook first place, and they now have their own destiny in their hands. The Oregon women, same thing. They've got their destiny in their hands. Now they got to keep it going over the next few weeks. I mentioned Oregon baseball starting tonight. Oregon softball is going to be in action. Lacrosse, acrobatics, and tumbling as well. There's going to be WWE at Matthew Knight Arena tomorrow. It's a busy weekend. We'll take your Facebook comments and questions. I want to zero in, though, on men's basketball last night. As the Ducks, again, they're in control of their own destiny. Fifth comeback from down double digits this season. That's impressive. Now, I think Dane Altman would tell you, They'd like to not have to come back from down double digits quite so often, but they've had to do it. They've won four overtime games. They've come back from five double-digit deficits. Sure, on the road, they haven't closed games as well as they would like, but this game was the example, and I get that it's at home, but this game was the example of a team closing in great fashion. The Ducks gave up that 20-0 run at one point, and I was thinking, like, man, this is just like Oregon State. The Ducks went 10 minutes without scoring a field goal against Oregon State, and it was like, whoa. Well, then the Ducks just locked in defensively. I don't I don't know any other way to, to, to describe it. They just locked in completely defensively. That was the difference. The rebounding. The way the defense communicated. Colorado missed its last eight three-point field goals. The reason for that, the Ducks communicated better. They made the right decisions on switches, I thought that was the biggest difference uh, for the Ducks in this one. Um, I mentioned the individual numbers. Uh, Scott Phillips put together a great highlight recap of this one. This is a big win for Oregon. Back in control of their own destiny, and it was a fun one to call, reliving the highlights from last night's 68-60 win over the Buffs. Lawson will set it up with a handoff to Pritchard. Takes a long jump shot for two. Good. And a good start for the Ducks. It's 2-0. Duarte with it. Left wing. Dominican Republic native. Passes it to Richardson. Top of the key. Takes a three. Just short from three. He swishes the two-pointer. Drives. Kicks out. Justin. He puts it on the floor to the mid post. Hop into the lane. No. Gets his own miss. Finishes off the window. 8-5. Francis Okoro and Anthony Mathis are going to check in. Ducks get into the paint, and a bucket good from Shakur Justin. Dalen Kutz misses it as he comes off the bench. Oregon takes it. Mathis up top, Duarte, straightaway triple. Got it! Bump to the floor as well. No foul called. Duarte gets it left wing. Okoro sets the screen for him. Dribble to the free throw line. Kick out Mathis. Fakes the three now. Fires. Got it! Anthony Mathis puts the Ducks up by six. Out Duarte, doesn't take the three, spins into the paint, and scores! What a take by Duarte. Richardson backs into the paint and gets to the bucket, misses it, now follows and misses that too. Gets the miss again, shot up again off the glass. Now Duarte follows and one. <laughs> the floor to the mid post, pulls up for a jump shot, short. Patterson tips the rebound out to Pritchard for three, yes! What a job by Patterson. Looking to pass to Pritchard, does, left wing, dribbling, into the paint, handoff underneath, Lawson is fouled and one. Pritchard resetting, down the right side of the lane, Pritchard, pass underneath, Mathis, extra pass, up top, Richardson for three, yeah! Richardson with 10 points, Ducks within five, they're chipping away. Richard. Attacking the basket, kick out to Richardson. His three is good. Left corner triple to right, top of the key. Dribbles free throw line. His shot off the rim. Pritchard gets the rebound, throws it ahead to Houston. One on one. Shakur crosses over and scores. Ducks within six. Has to drive. Gets to the lane. Blocked from behind. Gets his own miss. Mathis two on the shot clock. Fires it up. Banks it in. <laughs> That's just how he drew it up. Anthony Mathis. Dribbles to the free throw line. Gives to Patterson. He puts it on the floor into the paint. Scores. And one. Patterson with a strong take and finish with the left hand. All the way shot off the backboard. Air ball. Shot clock violation. Ducks got the rebound. They'll look to run the floor. Richardson crosses over. Lefty finish for two. Ducks within two. Instead gets it, goes to the rack, misses it. Justin grabs it and outlets to Pritchard, looking to run the floor. Peyton with a wild shot for two. Pritchard. Up 
top, down the right side of the lane. He gives to Patterson. Thought about a three, now takes it into the paint. Acrobatic finish for Patterson. Lions. On the floor, baseline. Gives back out, Pritchard. Six on the shot clock, Pritchard. Gonna create some space. Step back, three ball is good! What a shot! Pritchard from right in front of the Oregon bench, and the Ducks are within two. Ball by the Ducks with nine on the shot clock. Juicen sets the screen. Richardson steps back for a triple. Yeah! Juicen sets the screen. Richardson goes the other way. Bounce pass to Patterson. A two-handed dunk. 30 on the shot clock. Inbound goes to Addison Patterson. He throws it ahead to Pritchard. Running the floor and laying it in. The final. 68-60. Oregon knocks off Colorado. And the Ducks control their own destiny in the Pac-12 once again. At the end there, Addison Patterson with that huge steal on the inbound. He had three steals in 12 minutes of action, six points. Coach Altman said when I talked to him post-game that it wasn't just good 12 minutes from Addison Patterson. It was excellent 12 minutes from Addison Patterson. I had the pleasure of talking to him on the post-game show. Very articulate young man. I think you're going to see a lot more of Addison Patterson moving forward. He had three steals, and Coach Altman said it wasn't just that he did a lot of positive things. It's that it's that there were no negative things that Addison Patterson did. It was all positive for the Ducks. And it was a pretty happy Coach Altman in the locker room. And this was pretty cool, everybody. Coach Altman tied John Wooden at 664 NCAA Division I wins as a head coach. And in typical Coach Altman fashion, he actually made fun of himself. More on that coming up in just a moment. He was pretty happy in the locker room. Uh, this was cool. Nate Hess from the Quack Video crew was in the locker room. When Kenny Wooten, Bull Bull, and Paul White, they were all back in attendance. They were in the locker room with the guys, and Coach was pretty darn happy with the way the Ducks played defense. This is what he told the team afterwards, and I'll tell you what. At the end of it, it is a family around here. Coach Altman in the locker room. All right. The crowd was tremendous tonight, fellas. All right, and whoever goes gets interviewed, make sure you thank the crowd because the crowd gave us tremendous energy. Yep. All right, and that's what home court does. Back. That's what home court does. And I need big pick out there, CJ. Big time right there. All right, fellas, really proud of the effort. Yeah. That second half, you guys grind, grind, grind. That's good, right, Paul? We yes, sir. right, Kenny. Yeah. Right, Bull. Yeah. Fellas, it's so good to have you guys yeah. back. You know you're always welcome here, right? Yes, sir. This, this is, fellas, you come, you play, this is always home. This is always home. You always come back, all right? This is what we're about, fellas. Family on three. One, two, three. Family! Got to love that, don't you? That was in the locker room post game. Dane Altman talking to the team. Great minutes from Addison Patterson. And I'll tell you what, Addison Patterson not only has been, I think, clicking on all cylinders with the coaching from the coaches in different aspects of the game. But also, you know, the first thing that Addy said when he sat down and talked to me on the postgame show, he was like, man, the crowd just fired us up tonight. You heard Coach Altman in the locker room say, hey, whoever goes and gets interviewed, you thank the crowd. Addison Patterson did. That's a team that's listening to their head coach, and I loved it. All around, great performance from the Ducks. We're going to hear from Coach Altman when we come back and preview tonight's big women's basketball game. Busy Duck Insider rolls on on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence in course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. 
By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Today's show brought to you by the North Fork Public House, voted Eugene's best new restaurant, Eat, Drink, Explore. Coming up, Dane Altman, postgame. He had a great conversation with the media, and you heard me mention that he made fun of himself after tying John Wood, and I had congratulated him on the postgame show, and in typical Coach Altman fashion, he said, well, thanks, I appreciate that. It's an honor to be mentioned in the same group is some of those guys like John Wooden, but the thing is, John had a lot less losses than me to get to the same amount of wins and a few national championships, and I just was sitting there, and I was like, that is the most Coach Altman answer I have ever heard. He had to make fun of himself after he won his 664th game. That's a lot of wins. Dane Altman's a Hall of Famer. I think we all know it. Every head coach interview brought to you by the Wyant Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care. You can count on Dane Altman talking with the media post game. Yeah, I'm glad they don't put the losses with that, uh, or the lack of championships. But uh, no, that's uh, not sure how long Coach Wooden coached. I think 29, 30 years, and uh, I'm fortunate to get 31 years in. And it's great to have, you know, Bowl and Kenny and and Paul were all back tonight and. To see those guys back when they got the all-star break, they could choose to go anywhere and, and come back here. Uh, really means a lot to me and really means a lot to our program. They're in the locker room with all the guys, and uh, it's just great to have them back. You've experimented with the four-guard lineup a little bit at OSU. Well, you clearly went with it there, and it was working very well in the second. Addy did a great job. Addy did a great job. I, he's earned that. He's been working hard uh, last couple weeks, really been doing a better job. You know, not only did he have 12 minutes of really positive stuff, uh, there were no negatives. You know, and, and you weigh everything. Yeah, you want guys to, to make some plays, but he blocked out. He went after balls. He tipped that one out to Peyton for a three, you know, in the, in the first half. I mean, uh, not only did he have a lot of positives, there were, there were no negatives that I can remember. So uh, I thought as much as anybody – uh, that second half and his his performance, his 12 minutes were were very good. Press in the start was really effective, and then you had the long without a basket, he couldn't get into it. Then it came back, but anytime you guys could get the press going, it really Yeah, our numbers with the press back were a lot different than just straight. You know, we we ran into that you know great stretch there in the first half where they went on the 18-0 run. You know, we just uh, couldn't get the press set, uh, couldn't get anything going. Missed a lot of shots inside, uh, just didn't finish, and uh, you know got some steals and couldn't finish. So um, I thought that the second half we really got it turned around. Points off turnover, second chance points. Uh, when you win those two categories, you know you're you're going to be pretty successful, and uh, we haven't been. You know, Oregon State beat us in both those. Uh, you know, Washington State, Stanford, some of the games that we've lost. You know, it's directly tied to that. So. Um, thought the crowd really gave us a lot of energy the second half. You know, we just could never quite get over the hump, uh, but they stayed with us and really energized our team. Uh, you know, that was great atmosphere, and they they really helped us tonight. There ain't no doubt about that. So like your guards got the message about contributing on the, on the rebounding? Yeah, Will did a good job. Peyton had 11, you know. Uh, you know, we, we ended up getting beat by three, but again, those second chance points, getting an advantage there is huge. Um, and, you know, uh, we got some big ones there that second half, but um, I 
thought we battled them, um, but you know they're a good team. They've been together. Uh, they're not trying to break any new guys in. They they're all vets. Uh, they got 95 percent of their scoring back from a year ago. 90 some percent of the rebounding. They're just a veteran crew, and um, we knew we'd have to beat them. They weren't going to give us the game, and uh, didn't look good there for a while. But you know, the guys continued to, to grind it out and, and and found a way. In terms, of your physicality, were you, in terms of the physicality, were you happy with what you saw? You know, I thought it was better. It wasn't what we want it to be. I think there's still more there, but I, I thought we took a step in the right direction. Um, you know, I, what I really liked is I really thought, you know, the last eight minutes of the game, our zone, our connection, I finally saw guys pointing, flying around, talking a little bit. And I, I really thought we were connected defensively, and that's something that's been really missing from our defensive effort, you know, I, I think our guys are playing fairly hard. When I watch the film, they're playing fairly hard, but we're just making so many mistakes. And we made so many mistakes in the first half on ball screens, you know, scouting report mistakes, you know. Uh, so those things, we got to clean them up. You know, we, we, it's February 13th. We, we shouldn't be making those mistakes. And I, I tell the guys that, and, you know, uh, but I really liked the eight minutes. The last eight minutes, I thought we were really connected defensively. I saw more talk and pointing and guys, not two guys going to the ball, one guy going, the next guy moving to the next pass. I thought we did a much better job there. Is it easier to justify trying out a four-guard lineup or having Addison in the four when you've got such good rebounding output out of your two guards? Combined? Well, it helps. You know, it, it's hard to do if, if they're pounding you on the boards. And this is a very good rebounding team, uh, one of the you know, tops in the country. So uh, it does make a big difference. You know, we, we couldn't have done that if, if they would have been pounding us too bad on the boards. They got us a couple times. Uh, um, big fella, you know, knocked Chris around a couple times. But, um, you know, I thought we did an adequate job. And, and again, it, it allowed us to press and, you know, a little more quickness out there. thought CJ and Addy on the ball really did a good job, really gave us some energy. Well, uh, first of all, his parents were here a couple weeks ago, and, and uh, you know, I thought that really helped. You know, they told him he was going to have to, and he's put more time in. You know, he's been after practice. I mean, I know that. But the more time you put in, and you've been a lot more focused in practice. You know, he earned the shot at Oregon State. He earned the shot tonight. Um, so uh, it, it is tough. You know, freshman, everybody's a scorer. Everybody's a star, you know. And um, that's why Colorado's got such a big advantage. They're not trying to break any freshmen in. You know, they, they're all vets. You know, and they're not playing any freshmen. And uh, uh, we got to continue to work with ours because Addie, Chandler, uh, CJ, you know, they they got to produce for us, so you know we we got to hope they keep making strides. We'll mention that you know in the last couple of years with the amount of turnover that your program has had, that you know the freshmen it takes them a while to listen, but eventually they do listen to the coaches and the experienced voices in the room. I mean, have you kind of just seen that as far as how your teams have kind of over the last couple of seasons coalesced a little bit later in the season? And it always seems to be at least right around this time that. It starts when you guys are preaching to really sink in. Well, you know, like I said, every team's different. And, you know, in fairness to the guys, they, they got a lot of people in their ears. You know, I mean, uh, former coaches, friends, you know, family. You know, everybody wants to be a star. You know, I mean, it, it's it's hard on guys with social media. And, you know, um, everybody should be getting 20. Everybody should be playing 35 minutes a game. And, you know, that, that's just not the way it works. And so... Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's easy to make the adjustment. It, it's, it's fairly difficult, you know, especially when you're trying to win a Pac-12 championship, when you're trying to compete at a high level. It's, it's not easy, and there are going to be ups and downs. And I, you know, you try to explain that to guys that you know, nobody's career you know, nobody goes like that. Um, you just hope that they're patient enough and work through the ups and downs and trust you a little bit to go and and I, and I hope that's what they see when, you know, these guys come back and want to still be part of our program that, you know, they, they trusted us, you know, and, uh, you know, eventually, you know, it worked out for them. So, uh, again, 
it's not easy. And players go through ups and downs. And like I said, they got so many people talking to them and social media and everything. It's 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 a tough time to be an 18, 19 year old and trying to be part of a team that's trying to win. So uh, you just got to keep talking to them and hopefully get the support of the parents. And you know, you know, they just keep grinding and and hopefully it comes through. Oh, you know, it's going to be the same for Utah. You know, if, if we came back, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, it wasn't like we had a double overtime with uh, USC that time. That was kind of nice. But no, I mean, this time of year, you know, we're not practicing as long. Uh, we're hoping they're doing a lot more film work and a lot more studying the scouting reports and so we don't make as many mental but we're not going nearly as long um, as we did in December and January you still got to have energy to play the games but again so much energy that second half came from the crowd our energy level the first half we were you know stuck in the mud but that that crowd that second half once we gave them a little something to get going you know they they were great they uh, I thought that last you know, 12 minutes, they, they were really, really good. Really gave us a lot of energy. Seems really helped us fly around. Seemed like you also went from either not pulling up and not taking as many shots in the paint inside in the first half, settling for some threes, to merely making it a point to get to the hoop for, for everybody, the guards, the bigs, whatever. Was that a strategic Well, you know, we, we went inside first half and it didn't work so good. You know, we missed a lot of shots in the paint. Um, second half, you know, we hit some big threes. You know, Anthony Banks went in. That was that was one we needed, and Will hit two big ones, I think. Um, so, you know, um, eight for 24. You know, 33 percent. You know, you'd like to get a couple more down. Chris had a couple of really good looks, I thought, and he went one for six. Um, you know, he's blaming it on his pinky, but uh, uh, you know, just one of those nights where we got enough shots, but. We did get to the rim. We got to the foul line a little bit. And, and then, like, CJ hit three or four free throws. I thought that was big. Um, so, yeah, it, um, we got to the paint a little bit, and then we finished. Will had some nice finishes in there, and um, Peyton had a couple nice ones. So, got to the rim a little bit more. You said this was an important game, and obviously the win now brings you back into first place, but now the importance of winning on Sunday in Utah. Oh, absolutely. Now, all we did was put ourselves back in the hunt. You know, but again, I told the guys it's right there. I mean, we got four at home, two on the road, and you know nobody's ahead of us. So you control your own destiny. And again, at this point in the season, that's what you hope for. We'd like to add a couple that we didn't feel like we played well in, but we have won four overtime games, so I consider that fortunate too, because you never know how it's going to go with those. So um, you know, we're we're not where we want to be, but we control our own destiny. And, and so we just we got to go out and Sunday is a big ball game and every game's big now because you know when you're tied or teams right there everyone counts. Any chance of the extra day that involved Um He did practice, uh, went through shoot around today, so I, I think we're getting closer. But you know I don't know about Sunday, but uh, he he did uh, he did go through shoot around today and, and did move around a little bit. Yeah, that's the latest on Infale Dante. Did go through shoot-around last night. Ducks hope to have him back soon, and boy, what a boost that would be. Just having another body in the post, and he's so skilled around the basket, really, really have to account for him. Ducks now do have a little extra time to prepare for Utah, 6 o'clock on Sunday on FS1. saw Jordan asking that question. I responded on the GoDucks Facebook page. Yeah, it's going to be FS1. 6 o'clock on Sunday. We're going to hear from Addison Patterson and Will Richardson postgame when we come back. Also a look at the weekend schedule and women's basketball tonight. Going to hear from Kelly Graves ahead of that top 10 matchup. Duck Insider continues on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Dear Wallet, load up on savings during Toyota President's Day. Drive home a great deal on the stunning Camry, the Lumi Highlander, or the versatile RAV4. Hurry in and get a historic deal before it's history. See you soon. Your new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. 
Dear Wallet, load up on savings during Toyota President's Day. Drive home a great deal on the stunning Camry, the Lumi Highlander, or the versatile RAV4. Hurry in and get a historic deal before it's history. See you soon, your new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Back on a Friday edition of Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Today's show brought to you by Bymart, employee-owned, real value every day. Addison Patterson, 12 great minutes last night. Ducks are back in first place in the Pac-12, controlling their own destiny and getting ready for Utah now coming up on Sunday. Utah got waxed by the Beavers last night, 70-51. to Addison Patterson, Will Richardson talked postgame about a lot of things, including if this team has clicked down the stretch like so many Dane Altman teams have done over the years. Will Richardson and Addison Patterson talking postgame with the media after last night's 68-60 win. Five minutes with the way that happened and going, you guys are down 12. Just, you really pretty much took over there. What was going through your mind in that final five minutes? Uh, my coaches just told me to keep being aggressive. Like in the first half, a couple shots I shot and went in the goal, came out. Some easy layups just didn't go down. So they just told me to keep being aggressive and don't worry about the stats, don't worry about the percentages, just keep playing. So I just did what they said. And one of the few moments you didn't score, you pitched it off to Addy there, just walking through that play. Uh, I mean, that's my boy. This this my roommate. So it's like me and him real close. So I seen him. I was like, I gotta give him one. He be working hard. He been staying late every day in the gym. So I time to reward him. So had to give it to him. As what kind of impact you feel like your guys' defense made for you? What were you trying to contribute there? Well, when coach put me in late in the game, I was just trying to bring energy. You know what I'm saying? Just do what I can to help the team. And you know the fans were amazing. You know the team got closer than ever in that second half. And we, you know find a way to pull it up. What have you been doing, Addison? Will said been in late. What's kind of his last work, working to try to get more playing time? What have you been doing? I've just been playing more work than ever. You know what I mean? Uh, as much as I thought I was working at the beginning of the season, coach just told me it's not enough. I mean, for everybody on the team working, so you got to do the extra to just to separate yourself and bring myself to that level. So, you know, I feel like I've been doing that, and uh, coach gave me a chance tonight and took advantage of it. Your confidence been there throughout? Oh, I've always been confident. Yeah. You have both made comments last couple weeks about guards needing to do more. To rebound. Obviously, the numbers reflect that you helped. I just wonder, too, if that effort just gave you an energy boost, too, that, that carried over to other elements of your game. Yeah, I could definitely say rebounding, and I got some deflections. Like, one time I let my man beat me full court, and I chased him down. So, like, stuff like that just, just gets you going as a player and as a team. And then when you do, like, the crowd loves when you hustle. So, the crowd was amazing. Like, probably one of the best crowds we played in front of at home. And so, we just got to make sure you thank the crowd. But... The, the, the small plays, like hustling for the ball, grabbing the rebound, definitely it builds your confidence and get, it just gets you comfortable in the flow of the game. And then the offense will just come. Coaches preach that every day. Well, what made the press so effective? Well, we was just active. Coach, coach been harping on us that like we're, I don't know how we're, we're really low in the net for defensive rankings and stuff like that. So all in practice, everybody been talking, pointing. The commu- communication, we probably talked as much as we talked all year on defense. And that just gets you going. We start talking, your hands start moving, and we got some deflections. And we, were, we just know that every game from here on out is a must win. So I feel like we played like that mm-hmm. in the second half. Well, you guys went with all kinds of different lineups late last season that fueled that run. Went with four guards at different points. You did a little bit against Oregon State. You go with four guards in the second half here. It's really turned something. What is it about this lineup, with whether it's Addy or, or whatever the combination is, that this clearly seems to be a new thing that's, that's working right now? Yeah, I, I just feel like the coach trusts us a little more today to, to run four guards because we, we were rebounding the ball well. 
the, at the guard spot. So, and, and uh, I think the guards are some of the most talented players like on our team, like talent-wise. But we just got to play as hard as some of the bigs play, and then and then we'll get the chance. But the four guard give us it gives us a look like we there's gonna be a mismatch on the the court. Like for a couple possessions, they have they have Batty or, or number 23 guarding uh, Addison. So like just gives us a different look, find some mismatches when when we get, like kind of stale on offense, gets us going. Obviously, you guys have to get stops be able to make a run. But offensively, you guys were in a funk. What, what changed for you guys to start getting baskets and kind of stack them? The crowd. Uh, Anthony hit that little um, the buzzer beater, the shot clock buzzer beater off the backboard, and the crowd got into it. And, and from here on out, we knew it was a ball game. We, or we don't really seem to lose our confidence. Like We, we know Coach Armand talks about all the time, you're going to have runs in the game where, where the ball just don't go in for some reason. So so we just got to make sure we, we're getting stops. And I think I think we, we held them to like 25, 26 points in the second half. So. Long, as long as we're playing defense, we know we're right there in the ball game. Does that feel like your, your best effort defensively? The second, yeah. the second half, mo most definitely one, one of our top best efforts, especially on the communi communication side. We were really talking as a team. Now the question is, is that lesson learned, and can you apply that into the games ahead? Or do you think maybe you've got to get back into the less offense first mindset too? No, nah, I, I, I think it's time. Like, Co Coach is really preaching to us, like, it's, it's now or never. Pretty much, if we want to win a Pac-12 championship, I think guys are starting to buy in and realize, like, especially like knowing that we made a run last year, like, like we turned it on at the end of the season. So knowing that it's possible and like that kind of gives us hope, so we can realize it now. We don't have to like take that that, that them, them losses for us to like understand that we can just turn it around now. Oregon's kind of gotten a reputation of being able to put it together late, especially with what you guys were able to do last year. I mean, is it just something about? The buy-in or the timing of, of where you guys are at this year—that it seems always like right around this time—it all sort of comes together. Uh, yeah, I could say it's kind of because we um each each year we've been having a lot of players leave, a lot of players like go to the draft or graduate. We have grad transfers, so each year we like a pretty much brand new team. We got three return players this year. Last year they have about three return players, so four return players. So it's like it takes time, like it takes time, and each year is going to be a little different, but. It just like we we just start listening to the coaches. When you first get here, you don't understand that the coaches everything they say is pretty much they've been doing this for like 40 years, a long time. <laughs> so it takes a little time for us to realize. But I think I think as a young team, like we got a lot a lot underclassmen. So as a young team, we're starting to realize like it just ain't coming to college to score the basketball, and we're buying into doing the little things, and it's, it's starting to show a little bit. But we definitely got to stick with it because we did it a couple times this season and went back to offense. But I think we're gonna stick with it. They hit those three threes to make it 49 to 40. I mean, then the coach called a timeout, and uh, so it seems like you short something up and didn't let them get any threes. But what was what was the the message then? Because it did it looked pretty bleak, right? <laughs> you went on eighteen nine run after that or something like that. Scouting report. We we made way too many scouting report mistakes. Like uh, tw tw when 23 pick and roll, you guys switch it, you know, because he's a shooter, or just running some people off the line, making them shoot from the two point. So I think I think at that point we hit it, it hit us like this is now, like this is the time, like we can't keep letting this happen. And we just came out and played with energy, and Addison came in and picked us up. So what made that four guard lineup work for you guys? I think it's really what you said, just the mismatches. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody's going to be a mismatch either. Somebody's going to be too big to guard me or too slow or somebody's going to be too small. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be one mismatch. And the talent we got and everybody that can score, somebody's going to be able to get a bucket. So, you know. Everyone Addison can score in high school, I will say. Yeah. That's not going to happen in college. Right. How do you kind of embrace being an energy guy or a defensive guy this season? Uh, honestly, it was hard when I first came here. You know what I mean? It's something that you know, I really you're not used to, and for me, just getting used to it. But you know, I know that Coach Altman know what he's doing, and everybody on the coaching staff know what they're doing. So you know, just putting putting your trust in them and you know letting them guide you in the right direction, it, it could take you a long way. And Coach gave me a chance tonight, and uh, I'm just happy that I helped the team. Nights like this kind of prove exactly it's it's working for you. Exactly, six points feel like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? What made the press so effective? I mean, kind of early and late, you guys were able to kind of keep them out of getting into their offense. It's the energy. And, you know, when we start playing with energy and using our, using our hands and, you know what I mean, really getting active, and then the crowd gets louder, and it's, it's fun to play defense. It's fun <laughs> to speed them up and, you know what I mean, get on them. So, you know, we had fun doing that, and we knew we had to turn it up at the end of the game to pull this out. So we did that. Well, when so much of the last couple of weeks has been about lack of inside presence and getting in the pain and toughness and rebound, all those things we've talked about for two plus weeks. In the first half, it was very much the same. What changed where all of you were attacking the rim a lot more in the second half? I mean, guards always really didn't matter. Everybody was getting to the rim. What was the change at halftime? You guys said enough of this and we don't. I mean, I don't know if we necessarily changed something at halftime, but I mean, we just going to like, even though even though the bigs don't show up in the stat sheets when they score a lot, 
But each possession you see, we come down and kick it to the big and get get a split. Like just just us throwing it into them, getting the defense to shift, it, it opens up a lot of gaps for us. So they do a lot more than what shows in the stats. Will Richardson, Addison Patterson, good stuff talking post game. Six o'clock on Sunday, we're gonna need all of you at Matthew Knight Arena. It's a huge opportunity for the Ducks as they have four of their next six at home. This is one of them. Gonna need you at Matthew Knight Arena. You heard him talking about how the crowd makes such a difference. Come on out to MKA. They're gonna need you. Coming up, we're gonna talk women's basketball. A huge matchup tonight for Kelly Graves and company. We'll hear from the Oregon women's basketball head coach right after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the Ranchers and Farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield IMG College. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. The Ducks on the road. A lot of sports on the road, actually. Our Toyota Women's Sports Schedule Spotlight. The big one is this evening. Oregon women's basketball against UCLA. 8 o'clock with a 7.30 pregame. Terry Johns will have for you across the Oregon Sports Network. Also, Oregon lacrosse at Jacksonville at 4 o'clock today. And Oregon softball is getting underway in the Houston tournament this afternoon as well. That's your today-only schedule spotlight brought to you by Toyota. But... How about Oregon women's tennis tomorrow? Oregon softball also at Houston again tomorrow. And Oregon acrobatic and tum- acrobatics and tumbling is at Arizona Christian on Saturday as well. And Oregon women's basketball, not to be forgotten, they still got to take care of business against USC at 1 o'clock on Sunday as well. This week's women's sports schedule spotlight brought to you by Toyota. Let's go places. Now let's hear from Kelly Graves, head coach, Oregon women's basketball, previewing the huge matchup tonight, Oregon at UCLA and another top 10 meeting. Ducks, if they win... They're in command in the Pac-12. Kelly Graves previewing the matchup. I'd say big weekend for Mignon going back to Los Angeles. Can you speak to her impact, and particularly the last few weeks? What, what have kind of what has she figured out about her teammates? What have you guys figured out about her that things just seem to be clicking so well in terms of her impact, particularly on the defensive end? Yeah, well, that's where she's made the biggest impact. So you know, as long as she impacts us more on the defensive end, then she's kind of given up on the offensive end then then it's a net win for us but she's actually doing a great job offensively too so she's helping us at both ends but I think what you have seen over the last month or so is a team that's really energized defensively Uh, the whole group we're locked in and a big part of that is because of her she is the defensive leader and uh, has set the tone for us is she able to make able for you guys to do some different things just because she's 
so tenacious out there? Yeah, no doubt. We can, uh, we've picked up a lot more full court that we don't normally do. We've trapped in the half court a lot more. We've changed our defenses because, you know, she's a heck of a rover. I don't know if you ever played softball, slow pitch softball, and you had that rover back in the day. She's that rover. She can kind of do anything. She's good at double teaming at the low post. She's uh, good on the perimeter, and she's just a nuisance, a little pest, you know, against every uh, point guard in the conference. And we have elite point guards. Just think of the ones she's had to, to defend in the last month. Destiny Slocum a couple times, Ari McDonald, Kiana Williams. I mean, these are legit All-American candidates, and now she's got another one in Japristine coming up. So it's nice to be strong defensively at the point when we have so many great point guards in our league. From what you've learned about her, how is she going to handle her emotions this weekend? I don't think it's going to phase her at all being back home. I think she's she's in she's in her element there. I think I, I think she's proud that she's a duck. I think she's also proud that she was a Trojan for three years and did great things there. I don't think anybody has any ill will towards her for leaving. You know, and that's not always the case. But I think they were happy for her because of the reason why she was leaving. She knew she could have an impact on a, on a team that had a chance at winning a national championship. And with all due respect to USC, they're not in that position right now. So uh, I think she's going she's gonna to do great. And I know she's looking forward to the weekend. Looking at the last couple of weeks of results for UCLA and Stanford, this UCLA game is a pretty big one as far as standing and seating goes. I mean, yeah. is it hard not to kind of look ahead to this game. I mean, your team seems like they've been pretty good about keeping one game at a time, but knowing that that's there, how do you not look past USC? Well, we play UCLA first. Oh, I'm not. So, yeah, up. so, no, we're... Well, we well, ha- you're looking to Then on that out, you're looking yeah, to we're, so. we're looking at them first. Yeah, that's going to be a big game. It's the only time we play. So, uh, if they win, then, you know, we would be tied in the standings, you know, with five games left, but they would have that tiebreaker. Uh, so, this is a big game, and it gives us a chance to eliminate another team. We've, we've kind of used that as, as one of our approaches, you know, with each, uh, with each victory we've had. You know, we, we put teams in the rearview mirror, so to speak. We know we still have to play six more games. We get that. Uh, but at the same time, if you can start knocking off those teams that are up at the top with you, and this is a, a, another chance to do that. So you feel pretty battle-tested, though, after the last few weeks. Yeah, well, if you saw my tweet yesterday, you'd realize that of our last ten opponents, seven are ranked and six in the top 12. I mean, it, it's crazy what uh, we've had to do. And then to icing on the cake is now another game at, at UCLA. So, yeah, if anybody can handle it, it's these guys. And we're certainly you know, tested for it, like you said. Is that mentality that you're talking about, about eliminating, which is like sort of a tournament mentality, is that a conscious thought of yours that you're going to get to that point where you literally have to eliminate opponents? Yeah, well, we want to win a Pac-12 championship. And, uh, and so to do that, you've, you've got to n- knock off the competition. And so as we've gone along and been able to, let's say, beat Oregon State twice, well, you know, and they're now below us in the standings, and we'd have that tiebreaker, and we've got Stanford ahead, and now UCLA's the next one. So, yeah, I think you have that mentality. And I think it keeps you, you know, looking at what's next, and, you know, you want to see where your opponents are and your competition is. So, yeah, I think it's a great way to stay engaged, and it's something that's worked for our team. What kind of test is Mikhail anymore? Oh, my goodness. Well, I think ESPN got it wrong today. I like where they put a few of the ducks, but I think uh, Onion Wetty is, is, should be one of the top six or seven players in the country. I see her as such. She is, um, gosh, she's Giannis, you know, from, from uh, the NBA. She can do everything. She's developed a perimeter sh- jump shot. A three, she's got three-point range. She's almost unguardable off the dribble, and her spin move in the paint is as good as anybody. And then she's got a little fadeaway game inside that, you know, just it suckers people into trying to block her shot, and they end up just fouling her because nobody can get that high. She is a really, really talented player and uh, just one of many that the Bruins have. Uh, Coach Campbell, I want to comment on the coup it was to get him and also what kind of person coach he He commented on the coup that no, I, no, he to get him? Oh, okay. He, you want me to I comment? Him, I called him. I thought he was commenting. Yeah, it was a coup that he got me. <laughs> no, no, no. He, I called him Clark Kent. You know, he was a big recruiter, but he seems pretty mild-mannered. So. Uh, he has his moments. Yeah, I think he's he's a really good coach all the way around. I think, uh, you know, he's good on the floor. He's good with player development. He develops really close relationships with a lot of the players. And defensively, he's kind of been our point person. Um, you know, he's just a really good coach all the way around. I think he's uh, he's 
balance the whole thing out. So yeah, it was a coup that we got Coach Campbell. Uh, you got the power. You got. You're the one responsible for it. Well, sure. I mean, when I was at Gonzaga, we were getting most of the, the talent in the Northwest because the four Pac-12 schools at that point were just not very good. And then suddenly Oregon State started chipping away. You know, with a Jamie Wisner. You know, those are kind of players that were in. You know, that we would get at Gonzaga, and I'd always ask them, you know, when they turned us down, hey, I'm going to Oregon State, and I said, well, what made the difference? And they always said, well, you know, I had a great relationship with Coach Campbell. So naturally, when I got the job here, I needed, number one, a recruiter, you know, and number two, somebody that knew the Pac-12. And he certainly uh, was good at both and knew both. So uh, it was a no-brainer. And the fact that we could get someone away from the Beavers was an added bonus, but it wasn't necessarily what I was thinking about at the time. And their coach wasn't unhappy about it. Oh, I think Scott was pretty unhappy about it, but it, it's okay. You know, they've moved on, and, and they've done great things since. So it's it's not like it, it slowed them uh, at all, but it certainly helped us. So what else did you need me to say on that? Uh, that's off the record. Oh, okay. Cameras are still running. <laughs> yeah, that's for everyone to see now. So many of you guys' wins recently yeah. have been lopsided and over by the fourth quarter. Friday's game might end up that way, but there's a good chance it's something where you're <laughs> battling late. Is that something you think this team is, I don't want to say ready for, but prepared for a moment? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah, we've been in a lot of close games over the years, this, uh, and I expect a real battle on Friday night. You know, these other some some of these other games are aberrations to some degree, but we've had some close games and done well. So, but yeah, I don't, you know, in the end, we still have Sabrina and, and Ruthie and Satu, and those those kind of players have been in big moments. I know teams and coaches say that they're worried about peaking too early sometimes, but I mean, you've said that this team isn't close to their peak yet. I'm just curious, what what is still needed that you'd like to see before this team hits its peak? Uh, no, I think we've played some really good games, but, uh, you know, maybe the best game we played, all the way around was November 6th against the USA. And so that was a long, long time ago and way in the rearview mirror. Uh, no, I think we just got to continue to be more consistent uh, at both ends. We're still not really shooting it uh, from, from range consistently like we, like we can. The other night we were 13 of 25 from the three-point, three which is obviously really good, but, you know, that followed up a six for, you know, 22 night. It, it's just we've got to continue to be a little bit better in that area. So, no, I don't think we've peaked yet. I sure hope not because our best basketball better be ahead of us or we're going to be in trouble. Kelly, you're a big proponent of the game on social media. Obviously, I think you've been more active this year even. What is the reasoning for that? What's your thought process about that? Well, a lot of us, I'm retweeting good stories about our team. We, we're getting a lot of national recognition. I, I mean, let's face it, this is a team that uh, is fun to follow, and, and a lot of people, you know, champion our, our team. Um, I'm proud of the program we've built, and um, I guess now that I'm an empty nester, I have more time at home to think up new tweets. Uh, you know, I have tried to get into, like, you know, we play really good basketball. Okay, we take care of the basketball, we share the basketball, we shoot a good percentage. We're, I think, the best offensive team in the country. So I, I like to put out there on social media, you know, some of the sets that we run, some of the drills, what makes us go, because I get a lot of those questions from, uh, from coaches, you know, who email me. And I think it's important to grow the game. I don't really care that they know a set that we're going to, oh, wow, Ruthie runs a middle pick and roll with Sabrino. You know, at, at some, you still got to stop it. So I like sharing those things. I, I think it's good for the game. And I wish more people would do that, actually. I think too many people try to guard their little secrets. It's all out there now anyway. If, if you're a basketball coach, you get on Synergy, and I can watch every single possession that you have run this year with this certain player or whatever, with what, whatever combination. So, yeah. But I'm glad you – how about the, the beautiful picture the other night? Oh, my God. That was incredible. That was such a, a, a neat walk that night. Yeah. So I was one of probably 2,000 people who put out that, that picture at some point. You, you referenced that ESPN list. I just really quickly had three of your players in the top five. That's pretty cool. I mean, you, is that one of those things you're able to pinch yourself and go, but I'm just kind of referencing how talented this roster is. Yeah, and it puts some pressure on the coach. Okay, coach, you got three of the best five players, supposedly. How about let's win every game now by 100? So um, well-deserved. I mean, well-deserved. I, I think all three of them. Uh, are talented in their own right, and I think they all complement each other. 
you know, and I, I, it's neat that in a couple of weeks we'll have senior day with Ruthie and Sabrina. They're going to go down as you know, one of the greatest tandems in the history of college basketball. And how fitting is it? You know, one wouldn't be right. them without the other. And, uh, you know, so it, it's fitting. Those two will always be linked, I think, here. And, and uh, Satu still has uh, some journey left. I love that from Kelly Graves uh, because they will be linked together. That's a preview of tonight's game. Huge opportunity for the Ducks. They can check off another team on their list on their road to a Pac-12 championship. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit more about that matchup with Oregon and UCLA and the full schedule for the weekend as we wrap up Duck Insider next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Dear Wallet, load up on savings during Toyota President's Day. Drive home a great deal on the stunning Camry, the roomy Highlander, or the versatile RAV4. Hurry in and get a historic deal before it's history. See you soon, your new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Dear Wallet, load up on savings during Toyota President's Day. Drive home a great deal on the stunning Camry, the roomy Highlander, or the versatile RAV4. Hurry in and get a historic deal before it's history. See you soon, your new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. A busy weekend for Oregon Athletics. So we've been talking about men's basketball, how they are back in the driver's seat. Six o'clock on Sunday, the next matchup for them against Utah. And what a job by the Ducks and their performance, at least in my opinion, for women's basketball so far this season. And, man, they're doing great things. Meanwhile, for Oregon softball, they are underway in their tournament out in Houston. Bottom of the first inning, Ducks are up one nothing. Brookie Nez, the reigning national, pack, or reigning national pitcher of the week, I should say, but somehow she didn't get Pac-12 Pitcher of the Week. Did everybody else notice that? She was the national pitcher of the week, but she wasn't the Pac-12 Pitcher of the Week? What? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's bottom of the first Oregon softball just getting underway as the Ducks. Uh, I don't think there's a, shall I say, there's not a very uh, robust stream of <laughs> what's happening in that tournament, but you can follow on Twitter at Oregon SB. Meanwhile, uh, Oregon lacrosse in action this afternoon. Both tennis teams in action on Saturday. Oregon acrobatics and tumbling playing on Saturday. And the schedule ahead for Oregon baseball. The Ducks will open their season tonight against Minnesota with a 6:30 first pitch, a 6:15 pregame show with Alex Stimson. Ducks are facing one of the top returning pitchers in the country, actually, in Minnesota's starting pitcher. Looking forward to seeing uh, how that game goes and also tuning in to Alex, his first broadcast of the season. Also, Oregon baseball against San Diego, 430 on Saturday. Oregon softball in action all weekend as part of their tournament. And, man, a busy day on Sunday. Pepperdine for Oregon baseball at 10 a.m. Oregon at USC, women's basketball at 1 and Oregon men's basketball against Utah at 6. All of those games on the Oregon Sports Network. What a fun trip. What a fun weekend. I understand and our head intern, Hope, is watching. Hi, Hope. Bye, Hope. Have a great Valentine's Day, everybody. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. 
I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience. At SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. To many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. Listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.